I'm Bill Ingram, and this is Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. On today's show, we'll hear some powerful words about who we are and where we're going from the late Dr. Billy Graham. We'll find out about how Houston was, and possibly still is, the most air-conditioned city in the world. And we'll learn about how two pioneers from Mexico, Adelita Cuellar and her husband Macario, came to Texas and built a family empire. That's all coming up on today's Welcome to Texas. Hope On Demand is a brand new mobile app where you can see videos, listen to podcasts, read blogs and articles to help you grow in your faith. Download the mobile app now on iOS and Android. Just search for Hope On Demand. If you're new to Houston, summers here can be brutal. The intense heat combined with humidity constantly pumped in from the Gulf of Mexico can make this time of the year almost unbearable at times. So it's no wonder that the first air conditioner was installed in Houston, Texas. The very first room to have air conditioning was downtown in the cafeteria of the Rice Hotel in 1922. A year later, the Second National Bank became the very first air-conditioned building, and it wasn't long before Houston was named the most air-conditioned city in the world. Now, air conditioning was not invented in Houston. Willis Carrier invented the AC in Brooklyn, New York in 1902. Apparently, there were a lot of steps that had to fall into place, though, before it was available to the public. It was actually the 1950s before residential air conditioning became popular. Then in the 1970s, central air and heat came along, making window units take a back seat. In the 50s and 60s, it wasn't uncommon at all to see signs posted on businesses all over town that said air conditioning, sending the message, if you come to our business, you'll be comfortable. I remember growing up here, we had window units when I was a little kid, and I remember my dad installing an aftermarket air conditioner in our 1960 Ford Galaxy 500. I see claims from time to time that Houston is still the most air-conditioned city in the world. I don't know if that's true or not. I wouldn't be surprised, though. Sure gets hot here in the summertime. Hope on Demand has a brand new podcast called The Art of Friendship. It's hosted by my friend and author, Kim Weir. It's all about creating and keeping relationships that matter. Look for it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for The Art of Friendship. Adelita Cuellar was born on May 30th, 1871. She came to Texas with her husband, Macario, in 1892 from Mexico and worked on ranches and settled as sharecroppers in Kaufman, Texas. Her and her husband had 12 kids, and to supplement their income, they sold tamales at the Kaufman County Fair one year. The tamale stand was a huge success, so big, in fact, they did the Kaufman County Fair the next year, too. After the Great Depression in the 1930s, when things started looking up again, in 1940, her sons, Macario and Gilbert, moved to Dallas and opened El Charo Restaurant in the Oaklawn neighborhood. Within three years, the restaurant was profitable, and the name was changed to El Chico Mexican Food Cafe. Years ago, I used to take care of our radio station down in the Lake Jackson area. And anyone who knows me knows I love my Tex-Mex. I used to go down to Lake Jackson quite a bit, and I'd always try to time it where I could eat lunch at the El Chico Mexican Cafe there in the Brazos Mall. 
Doreen and the gang there always took very good care of me. You see, El Chico is an American success story from the family that came here from Mexico and built a family empire. Adelita Cuellar passed away in 1969, but her legacy lives on with the El Chico Corporation as the company is involved in 20 separate business enterprises from restaurant franchising to canning. Hope on Demand has a podcast called Anything But Quiet Time. It's hosted by my good friends, Rochelle and Carter. Each week, they have fun and insightful conversation about what they're learning in their quiet time. You can download it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for Anything But Quiet Time. One month before Dr. Billy Graham's 93rd birthday, leaders in North Carolina invited him to a luncheon in his honor. Now, he was battling Parkinson's disease, so just about everything was a struggle for him. He initially hesitated to accept, but leaders explained that they didn't expect him to do a major speech or anything. They just wanted to honor him. So he agreed. Many wonderful things were said about him at the luncheon, and rightfully so. But when Dr. Billy Graham came up to the podium to speak, he said, I'm reminded today of Albert Einstein, the great physicist, who this month has been honored by Time magazine as the man of the century. Einstein was once traveling from Princeton on a train when the conductor came down the aisle, punching the tickets of every passenger. When he came to Einstein, Einstein reached in his vest pocket. He couldn't find his ticket, so he reached in his trouser pocket. It wasn't there either. He looked in his briefcase but couldn't find it. Then he looked in the seat beside him. He still couldn't find it. The conductor said, Dr. Einstein, I know who you are. We all know who you are. I'm sure you bought a ticket. Don't worry about it. Einstein nodded appreciatively. The conductor continued down the aisle, punching tickets. As he was ready to move to the next car, he turned around and saw the great physicist down on his hands and knees, looking under the seat for his ticket. The conductor rushed back and said, Dr. Einstein, Dr. Einstein, don't worry about it. I know who you are. No problem. You don't need a ticket. I'm sure you bought one. Einstein looked at him and said, young man, I too know who I am. What I don't know is where I'm going. When Dr. Graham finished his story, he said, you see this suit I'm wearing? This is a brand new suit. I bought this suit for this luncheon and one more special occasion. This is the suit I will be buried in. He went on to say, when I die, I don't want you to remember this suit, but I want you to remember this. I not only know who I am, but I also know where I'm going. And then he said, may your troubles be less, your blessings more, and may nothing but happiness come through your door. Life without God is like an unsharpened pencil. It has no point. He said, may we all live in such a way that when our ticket is punched, we don't have to worry about where we're going. Dr. Billy Graham died February 21st, 2018. It's time for me to vamoose to the hoose. I'm Bill Ingram, and this has been Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. I hope you enjoy today's show, and I hope you'll join me again for Welcome to Texas.